From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Anxiety Project podcast. This one is number 56 and I am your host, Brad Robinson, coming at you today with a powerful podcast episode on a very powerful anxiety technique, a technique to handle the panic, the chaos that comes your way and it can be it could come out of the blue or you can expect it to come, right? Now, anxiety sufferers avoid the places where they have had a panic attack before. Just like myself when I used to suffer from debilitating anxiety, I would avoid these places. And when you have a panic attack, and I'm just going to talk about panic attack here briefly and what happens and why we have panic attacks. So when you have a panic attack, the amygdala, which is the part of the brain that initiates the fight, flight, or freeze response, records and takes note of everything in the environment. So, when a panic attack does strike, it's very traumatic. And so, the emotional memory of this panic attack gets stored within the amygdala because the amygdala is the emotional part of the brain. It, It stores these highly emotional traumatic moments and so when you have this panic attack the amygdala stores all of the environmental information within itself to help you protect yourself later because the amygdala is designed to protect you right it's been protecting us for hundreds of thousands of years and and so it's designed to protect you and, and and everything in the environment where you had a panic attack, all of that information gets stored so that later the amygdala can pick up whether the information is present. It's whether anything in the environment is associated to that previous danger because the amygdala works by associations. Right, It works by associations. So the amygdala scans the room when you have a panic attack, stores all of that information within itself for later use so that it can protect you later when you happen to come across the same potential danger. All right? So when you return to the same place, you had a panic attack before the amygdala is set off because it remembers that this environment is potentially dangerous. 
And so the amygdala has associated something in the environment as being dangerous. Now, you can also look at it like this, like whatever is traumatic and trauma has a wide scale, right? Trauma can be as little as an embarrassing moment or it can be as traumatic as getting a serious illness or the death of a loved one. It has a wide scale, but it's trauma nonetheless, right? So the amygdala stores this trauma. And when you return to the environment, the amygdala shoots off all of the bodily sensations from the anxiety response. And It does this under your conscious awareness. The amygdala is unconscious, right? It's operating unconsciously. So sometimes we can show up in an environment and feel anxious and not know why. But the amygdala has associated something in the environment as being life-threatening. So what do you do when you find yourself in this situation? When you find yourself returning to an environment where you had a panic attack before? Now, I, like I said before, used to avoid places that made me feel uneasy and anxious. And when I avoided these places... It only strengthened my fear of them. And it also strengthened my view of myself being weak, you know, being scared, being an anxious person. It only strengthened my identity. And I then became so sensitized to these environments that I kept avoiding that I eventually got agoraphobia. I developed agoraphobia. And agoraphobia is the fear of places that may cause you to panic and feel trapped or helpless. And you're avoiding these places that you're you're afraid of having no nobody around to help you and you're you're afraid of embarrassing yourself when you have a panic attack because that's a big deal to anxiety sufferers. Being afraid of, of being judged by other people. So I, I shrunk my world to as little as possible. And I, I shrunk my world to the very confines of my home. My house was the only place that I felt comfortable. And... One thing I tell my clients is to never avoid the places that make you feel anxious. The more you avoid these places, the more you shrink your world. Then the fear of these places increases. Then your sensitivity to the outside world increases. So the technique I want to talk about today to handle scenarios like returning to the environment where you've 
had a panic attack before or avoiding places where you've had panic is a technique called flooding. Flooding. There's two techniques to handle these situations. Um, there is also systematic desensitization, which I'm not going to talk about today. Um, I'm just going to touch on flooding. And so flooding is when you remain in the environment that is making you panic and then riding the wave of panic. And riding the wave of panic can also mean giving in, you know, just surrendering to the sensations you feel. And, and surrender is a very important word here. So what you want to do is stay in the environment until your anxiety goes from a level 8, 9, or 10 down to a level 4 or below. And so what happens when you do this? What happens when you remain in the environment during times of anxiety? Well, you begin stimulating a new neuro pathway within the brain. This pathway is then promoting safety to the situation rather than fear. As hard as it may be to stay there because you think you're dying, you have all of these bodily sensations, you're hyperventilating, your heart is racing out of your chest, as hard as it may be, the best way to handle these situations is by flooding, by staying in the environment and surrendering to all of these hellish symptoms, right? That's the best way. The more you remain in the environment, the less and less sensitized the amygdala becomes absolutely huge. So when you remain in that environment and you don't run away, you strengthen a new message in your brain. A new pathway is being formed. You're stimulating this message of, wait a minute, this place is actually not harmful. It's not dangerous. That's, it's actually safe. So you will find that the more you remain and the more you return to the environment that you fear, the less overwhelming it is, the more you return to it until one day you will be so comfortable that you will have no anxiety in that environment. The idea behind flooding is to become bored of the environment. Bored. You have to keep on going back and keep on going back until your amygdala gets so bored of that environment. So I'll give you an example of something I went through in my past. So... Uh, I had a severe panic attack, and I talked about this on a earlier podcast, of having a panic attack in the art gallery, right? And so 
it was so bad. I, I, during that panic attack, I had no idea what was going on. I felt like I was dying. I felt like I, I was going to die at any second. And so I was calling up my family. I, and then, and then I ran out of that gallery at, at one point. I ran out of there. I needed to get out. So I went back to the gallery like a month later. And then on the subway ride there, I started to have panic. And then once I got to the gallery, I started to have all of the anxiety sensations come back. The racing heart, the sweatiness, the shallow breathing, the shallow depth of field, all of those anxiety symptoms came back. And then I became really sensitized in that moment. I thought I would have to run away. I thought I'd have to call up a loved one. But I remained in the environment. As painful as it was, I stayed. I walked around and my mind was was racing. I couldn't control my thoughts and and so it was it was a hell of a time. It was extremely painful, but just because I remained there, the next time I showed up at the gallery, my anxiety was a little less. And then the next few times I showed up, my anxiety was a little less until one day I go there and I enjoy the gallery and then I leave. And I'm like, huh, I had a really good time today. I had no anxiety and I felt fantastic. I took in the moment. I took in my surroundings and everything was just fine. And that's flooding. Flooding was me showing up the next time at the gallery, not the first time, because the first time I ran away, right? And so that strengthened my fear. But the next time I came, I stayed and I remained in the environment. I surrendered to it. And I knew that the only way to overcome this is to just stay, just stay in the environment. And then my anxiety got a little less and I was telling the amygdala, hey, you know, this environment, there's nothing to fear here. Just, it's okay. Just chill, relax, you know? <laughs> but in, in over time, you know, the less and less sensitized the amygdala becomes each time you show up. So don't avoid these places. It's important that you activate the anxiety response to generate new and powerful pathways. Very very important. And conquering one environment snowballs into a lot of other environments. Say you get anxious in taxi cabs or on the subway or you get anxious at concerts. Just conquering that one place. So for example, me conquering the art gallery strengthened my confidence it made me tougher and then being in other places like at a concert or on the subway my anxiety became less so conquering one environment actually snowballs into other environments 
So never avoid any environment. Each time you handle and 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 do this flooding technique, each time you ride the wave of this panic, you are just strengthening your character. You're becoming less sensitized to the world and these places. So the idea behind flooding, and remember this, is to become bored of the situation. So the more you subject yourself to these situations that make you feel anxious, panicky, the less anxious you become later on. And you're just telling the amygdala straight on that, hey, there's nothing to fear here. And you're making your amygdala less sensitized. So flooding is working with your amygdala. So never avoid situations that make you feel anxious. And you can also prepare for flooding. So when you wake up in the morning and you know you're going to a place that makes you feel anxious and uneasy, you can prepare yourself by sitting comfortably, taking a few deep breaths, closing your eyes, and imagining yourself in the environment, but the way you want it to go, right? Imagine yourself with perfect posture, confident, smiling, laughing with others, talking, staying in the environment, being with yourself or talking with other people, but engaging in the environment or the situation the way you want it to go. Because now we're working with the unconscious mind. Now we're working with it. Because the unconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So by imagining the scenario in your in your head the way you want it to go, you're actually speaking to your unconscious. You're telling your unconscious, this is what is going to happen. This is what I want to manifest. And so now your unconscious is is understanding that, yeah, you know, that that's what you want. That's what you want. So now when you show up, you'll be a little bit more prepared. You'll handle the environment or the, or the situation with more confidence. So sometimes flooding is planned. Like you can plan it ahead by doing this exercise before you show up to the situation. Or flooding could be unexpected. You could just be walking down the street and all of a sudden you have panic strike. But in that moment of panic, now you know what to do. Instead of running away, calling up a loved one and, and, and giving in and catastrophizing, you then know, you know to handle it, stay in the environment, ride the wave, surrender to it. Because you can't control all of those thoughts that loop when you have this anxiety. Because the amygdala takes over all of the brain's processing. So that's why it's hard to use rational thoughts 
in times of panic. So stay in the environment until your anxiety goes from a high level to a level four or below until you get bored. The goal is to get bored. So flooding teaches you how to handle the unavoidable chaos that life brings. It makes you tougher. The more you do this, the tougher you become. This grows your character extremely. So the more you practice this, the more you can handle the chaos of life. And that's where I'm going to leave this podcast with. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast episode. Remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. And I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye. For more podcast episodes, for more video content, and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.